Hello and welcome to Tea and Talk with Toya. I'm your host, Latoya Nicole, best-selling author, belief therapist, life coach, and organizer with SOLO Coaching and Consulting. Tune in every Tuesday for Tea and Talk about soul-penetrating topics, challenging mindsets that stagnate us. Because too often our limiting beliefs hinder us from living our lives by design. So if you are ready to unpack and move forward with your desires, stay tuned. You owe it to yourself to become everything you've ever dreamed. Great day, Tea and Talk with Toya fam. I hope you guys are doing well so far. Um, I'm not sure at what point you'll be listening to this. But whatever point that is, I hope you're having a great day, okay? So I was thinking about something. I was thinking about, actually, I was thinking about this like last month. (laughs) And I'm not sure why it took me so long to come on here and talk about it or just, you know, to get the conversation started. But I was thinking about this. My daughter and I were in there talking and in the midst of what we were saying, this thought popped in my head and I was like, I'm going to have to take that to tea and talk and, and, you know, talk about it. I didn't want to elaborate on it with her. I just didn't think, you know, we were ready to have a conversation um, like that because I know how, you know, deep it could have gotten. And then I didn't want to erect any memories or any feelings that she was not ready to process at the time because I do allow her the space to process and, you know, talk to her counselor, her coach when she's ready. So this is the thing that came up. Why do we force children to run up behind grown people? Why, why do and y'all, I'm telling you, I have so many different memories about this because I, there's so many things that have been said to me. There's so many things that have been said to my child that I'm aware of that were said. And I'm just trying to think, why do we, because y'all know in a good bit of households, there is an absent parent. And those absent parents, meaning they're absent from the home, sometimes don't choose to take care of their children. Like, they don't do it. They don't reach out. Um, they don't keep the lines of communication open. They only come around when it's convenient for them. So why is it that we think it's okay to tell a child to go run up behind their mama or their dad or whoever's absent to de- to develop a relationship with them. Why do we put that burden on children? Because even when the child becomes an adult, at that point, they're not interested in building a relationship with somebody that could have been doing that all along. But y'all really know how to make somebody feel some some type of way with this bull crap that you've been conditioned to do. And you think it's cool, but it's not. Because I better not ever hear with my ears. 
somebody telling my daughter to go run up behind a grown man who is well aware that he has children. Now, I've been told that people have told her, um, you know, to contact him or go over there and see him and, and this, that, and the other. I've never, you know, directly heard it, but I've been told it's been said. And then I would ask her, so what do you want to do? Because I'm not going to force you to maintain a relationship with someone that's not trying to maintain one with you. What do you want to do? That's how I approach that. Because what I would be setting my child up for is to run behind a man that's not showing interest in her once she starts dating. See, I, I have to look at stuff like that now. Because, see, I've been in a situation where people have been telling me that's still your, you know, we love that line. We love, we love to do that. Well, that's still your mama. That's still your daddy. That's still your blah, 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 blah. We love to do that. But I'm not doing that over here. If, no, if they don't try to reach out to me, considering that I'm the child and you broke rank with me at, at in my childhood. So if you're not apologetic about neglecting and abandoning me and leaving me to figure out life on my own, what make you think at this age I'm going to try to reach out to you? There is no connection there. But I'm seeing this happen with parents telling well, yeah, it happened to me. Telling they teenagers or, you know, these call you, call this person, call your mama, call your daddy. That's still your mama. And you need to and you need to reach out to them. Are they reaching out to the child? I know somebody listening not gonna agree. And y'all probably gonna feel like whatever y'all feel. But no, stop doing that. Stop doing that. Because do you get on the phone with that grown-up that knows the child exists and tell them that? No, don't be the person that try to keep an open line of communication with, with the other parent because it's something you're trying to gain from it and you're just using the child. Take a step back and understand how that child may be feeling that they have to be the one to pick up the phone to call the parent to say, hey, I'm, I'm here. I'm alive. Why are you treating me like this? Why you don't call me? Why you don't talk to me? We put so much responsibility on children that we don't even realize we are driving a, a great wedge that is not a child's responsibility and again when that child grows up if that child chooses to then reach out 
because they're an adult now, then that's their business. But if they don't, why should you expect somebody to reach out and pick up a phone and call somebody that they have no connection with? Because our relationships that we have with parents really do mimic the ones we have with partners. The partner want to do right when they on their deathbed. The parent want to acknowledge that you exist when they on their deathbed. It's, it, it's seeming like the same crap. And I'm not here for it. If you push that baby out, you know you got that baby. That baby ain't got no business calling you. If you knew you laid down with the mama and you knew she was pregnant soon after, that baby shouldn't have to call you. You know what it you know what it takes your grown self to survive. Why you think you don't need to take care of the baby? Why you think that's okay? You you know how it felt for you to not have your parents. Why would you do that again to your why would you do that to your child? And you already know how it felt for you to go through that. You know how it made you feel having your parent make you reach out to the other parent and y'all just sitting there on the phone don't even know what to say to each other. So why would you make why would you make the child go through that? Ain't nobody, ain't nobody got time to be forcing people to be in nobody's life these days. We're not doing that because that's basically what you're doing if you're making the, the child reach out to the parent. You are forcing something. And don't nobody have time to be forcing nothing. Y'all like to force these situations because y'all feel like, oh, one day you might need them. That's the wrong, that's the wrong reason to even want something to work in the first place. That's not a good reason. <laughs> so you telling me to develop a relationship with somebody that abandoned me because that's childhood trauma because I may, I may need them one day. For what? For what exactly? Because at the end, and they sick and on and and about to go on away from here, it's usually they need the child, not the other way around. We gotta stop this madness. This this not gonna be a long episode. I just wanted to put that on your mind, and I hope I hope it made sense. Cause I don't know. We we not doing this. I don't, I don't personally do it to mine. I'm not going to make you do nothing. What do you want to do? How are you feeling about this situation? Do you need to talk to somebody about the situation? Because whether the absent one is the mom or the dad, they know they got a child. You got, you got some, some of them don't want to come around because the mom that the parent, not the mom, the parent that's, that's there raising the child has moved on and they mad. 
and they feel like anything they contribute to the child is going to benefit them the new person and and the parent that stayed this wild crazy thinking like like how men pay fifty dollars a month for child support and they think that the mama is living off the money when a cell phone bill is higher than fifty dollars like it just makes it just makes no sense it makes no sense whatsoever but just think about it if you've done it or if it's been done to you you know just think about it every every day i wake up out of my bed i know i have a child If I chose not to communicate with my child or go on with my life as if she didn't exist, exist, that's, it's not her place to run after me. I'll just use, you know, hypothetically, just say me so we can understand what I'm saying. If I, if I had that baby, if I pushed that baby out and you know, my daughter that I got in there. And me and the, me and the dad maybe was together then. I don't think we were, but maybe. And I end up leaving her to be raised with him. And I go on with my life to find myself. I go on with my life because I got, I got to make some money. And I can't be nothing to nobody if I don't have no money. Okay, this hypothetical, if you... If you listen, and I leave that baby there with that man to raise, that man should not be telling her, call your mama. That's still your mama. What the mama, which is me, should be doing is contacting my baby every single day just to check in, texting her, coming to see her bringing her money when she needs it for what whatever she got going on picking her up taking her on little dates being active even though i'm not in the home but if i ain't doing none of that and i could live with myself because i done went a year and haven't said nothing to my child because maybe the last time I said something to her, you know, I was being very combative and she blocked me. But I know where she lived and I still choose not to make that right. The dad shouldn't be forcing her to make it right. So I hope that helps everybody to understand what I'm saying. You shouldn't be forcing the child to make something right with a grown person that should know better. So don't, don't, if you ever see my child and don't tell my child that. Ever. My baby 18 now. But even, even before when this came up, she was much younger. I still let that decision be hers. 
And then I noticed with, with people who are so deeply rooted in religious organizations, y'all will tell children to honor abusers because it says honor thy mother and father. But y'all, y'all would be quick to send them back too, to honor, 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 honor. And these people are emotionally and mentally and sometimes physically abusive. You skip all over the part where it says parents don't provoke the children to wrath. You skip all over that part. That never comes up. I had to tell one of my aunts a long time ago because she used that same scripture on me. One of my aunts that I don't even know has ever stepped inside of a, a church building or anything. I don't even know. So where she even, I don't know if she was just giving me regurgitated scripture where she might have heard somebody say it on TV or something. I don't know. But I recall, and this was a, a long time ago, that I wasn't going to be reaching out to my parents, either one of them, as, as a matter of fact, because they weren't trying to have a healthy relationship with me. And she used that scripture on me. And then I wasn't even like in church at the time, but somewhere I said, and parents aren't supposed to provoke their children to wrath. I don't know where that came from at that time, because this was a long time ago. And what that's doing too is that you kind of making the child feel like it's something wrong with them. And they're it's their fault that that grown adult chose abandonment, neglect emotional deprivation, all these different traumas. Y'all kind of make the children feel like it's their fault. Man, it's so much <laughs> down the pipeline that could happen when we do this to children. And I just gave you one example of how they'll keep chasing a man, an emotionally unavailable man, and they'll keep going out of their way because you made them go out of their way for their parent, for their father or their mom, whoever was absent. And then when they get in these relationships, the first thing y'all want to holler is, I didn't raise you like this. Yes, you did. It's just showing up in a different way that you may not recognize, but yes, you did. Everything started in childhood. Now, I'm not saying that um, this, um, before I say my next statement, I'm not saying that once you become an adult, you don't have a responsibility to do better. But a lot of things that you see people doing is a result of something that happened in their childhood. The upbringing, the beliefs that were instilled, the things they were forced to do, the things they were made not to do. Everything start there. If you want to heal, go back to the beginning. 
go back to the beginning. If you really think about it, because I had to come to grips with this. A lot of my partners resemble my parents. I said that, I said, well, I realized that in therapy and I said that out loud and I broke down. So when I hear somebody, I could, you know, be, <laughs> I could be talking to them and they say, I want somebody like my mama, that, that completely turns me off. And I don't want nothing else to do with that, that conversation. I'm serious. That's where I am now. Because then when you meet the mamas, and you, you want what? Oh, no. And then I know a lot of them say that because they didn't have that nurturing. A lot of them say because they, they didn't have that nurturing. And now they, now they want a, a woman to, to nurture them. And then, you know, we're in the age. And now the women ain't about to do that. Nah, your, your mama should have raised you. I'm not about to raise you and raise these children. And then they get mad because you're not about to raise them and the children. And that's when they leave and they cut everybody off, including the children. And then you got the children and then you forcing these children to run up behind them because that's the same thing you did to their dad and probably to your daddy. See the pattern? It's a lot of stuff that I had to learn later and have conversations with my baby to, to readjust. There were some things I picked up on quick and early and I made sure these insecurities, I didn't put them up on her. We're not forcing children to run up behind parents that don't want to be in their lives. That's their choice. And that and that line that y'all love to use, that's still your mama and that's still your daddy. Go tell them that. Before you say it, pause. Pick up the phone, call that parent and say, that is your child. That is your child. We are not putting the responsibility on the child to be in your life when that was your job. You stop in that moment and you call them and tell them that. <sighs> I was feeling this way too much. Getting a little passionate. So go ahead and and log off at this point because I don't want to keep going and going and then y'all be like, ooh. Okay, T and talk, girl. Talk that talk. But yeah, that's all I got for today. I hope you guys have a great day. And um, while everybody may not agree with what I just said, those of you that understand the pathology, I look forward to you know, your emails, your messages, and you telling me if anything I said today helped you. Until next week, y'all have a great one.
Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Tea and Talk with Toya. If there was anything shared that resonated with you, please share on your platforms. I'd greatly appreciate it. Don't forget to hit that follow button to be alerted on all upcoming episodes. Have a wonderful day.